fundraisers. I'm Don Lego. It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Race Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform our fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. And I am super excited about some really cool fundraising and to talk with my next guest about just some cool things I never thought about. Um, digital walls and honorarium walls and donor walls and all sorts of recognition. It, it's just fascinating. And the website is like eye candy for Omni Alley. So please welcome to Raise Nation Radio, uh, Mr. Robert Stallman. He is the co-founder and the senior vice president of growth and partnerships at Omni Alley. And it's super exciting to have you here because it's such a niche and it's so much fun. And I'm excited excited for you to share with our audience, Robert, everything that um, is just fun about donor recognition walls, whether they're in person or virtual. So Robert, hi, welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Hi, yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity and I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about this today. Yeah, well, I'm excited to listen. Um, but first, our audience wants to get to know you, a um, little about you. Could could you tell us how you landed here, how you founded um, the company, and maybe whatever you want to share personally, just so we can get to know you a little bit better? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So uh, we started Omni Ally in 2014. And at that time, it was really more of a general content management systems software. And so that is um, like if you're in, in a mall and you see, you know, maybe some graphics that are out there on the window for, you know, the latest sale, that's going to be digital signage. And so that's powered by a, a software system like ours. Uh, back then, you know, we were, we were really servicing a little bit of everything, a little retail, a little bit of nonprofits, a little bit of um, higher ed, you know, everything. Over the course of several years, you know, we, we ran into some projects and one of those was in digital donor recognition. And at that time, I had never even heard of that. Um, that was something that was completely unique. I didn't realize at the time that, you know, this was something that truly made an impact to these organizations, that it could help improve, you know, retention rates. It it fed back into their bottom line. Um, and so that really stuck with me, that that experience. And, you know, right off the bat, we didn't necessarily move move into anything with that, but it I just couldn't let it go. And so about two and a half, three years ago or so, we we stopped marketing to all of the other um, verticals. We're specific to digital donor recognition now. Um, all of our features are very specific to that. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So now it's Omni Ally, right? Because I think I keep wanting to say it differently, but is that right? It's Omni Ally. That's correct. Yep. O M N I A L L Y, right? Yep. 
That's right. Good. Okay. And you know what? For those of you that are listening, you don't have to be like me and try to write it down and get it phonetically. We'll have this all in the show notes because it's omnially.com as well. So um, so can you tell us a little bit about that use case? So, so that's really what happened. You're kind of like in a different vertical. What 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 came across your desk that was just so intriguing and compelling and interesting to you that you had to kind of craft your whole offerings around that? Like that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, definitely. So we had a um, one of our first nonprofits that we worked with. They wanted, of course, they wanted a, a donor list, but. And they had this issue where they already had a traditional style donor wall with the name plaques on the wall. Um, it was extremely difficult for them to have updated it. And it was kind of expensive every year to update their annual list. And so they said, you know what, we really need to just do something that's digital. That way we aren't going to, you know, kind of hold back on recognizing and celebrating our supporters. And so, you know, while we were working on that, we realized there was really an opportunity to also do things like donor highlights, talk about impact stories, kind of build this culture of philanthropy around this donor wall so that it's not necessarily just recognition, it's really the, the full gamut. You know, they had folks that would walk through their facility, it was a museum, and so, they wanted folks to understand that they did need donations. They also wanted to under, folks to understand what those donations did, how it contributed to the museum, how it contributed to their community, individuals who may have you know benefited from it, and then also how to give, why people give, things of that nature. And so it really it brought it full circle, and just the idea that our everything that we had worked on prior was it almost felt not um not as authentic right this felt like something where we could truly make an impact if we were able to you know bring the whole um the whole system of nonprofits into using something like this boy if, if we could make a global change of even a half a percent increase of of revenue to every organization in the, in the whole world like that's something to be proud of, right? Oh, yeah. It's for a purpose, higher purpose. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm not sure where to start. Um, the, the the donor walls, I think when you hear that or donor recognition wall, that's exactly what you think of just a running list of names and perhaps maybe segmented a little bit based on donation size, right? That's what comes to my mind. But um, this is so much more with what you can do and what you actually recommend to do on some of uh, of these beautiful displays. And I, I think let's talk about, let's start maybe with the benefits because large format graphics are crazy, right? Something, you know, the minute you, the minute you hit print install, something changes, right? So that's not sustainable and certainly leave somebody out. There, there's just a whole host of issues there. So digital makes sense to have these, you know, beautiful walls that you could, I guess, update in real time, perhaps with a dashboard, I'm guessing, and then maybe a widget that you could throw it to your website. Am I in the right place? Because we're going to get to how beautiful they are and what you can do with them. But let's get to some of the benefits of the of the digital and the applications. Is that all right that you could 
have a dashboard. You can update it. You work with a template. Am I right? I should let you speak instead of me just guessing here. No, you're, you're, you're spot on. So everything on, at least in, in our world, everything works through a cloud-based dashboard. So you can access it from anywhere if you need to, you know, change a donor name while you're on vacation in Hawaii. Not that I would suggest that. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your vacation. You absolutely could. Um, and, and so, like you said, you know, changing names is instant. So if, for instance, I'm, I'm sure pretty much everyone at this point is probably encountered a scenario where a donor that's very meaningful to your organization has came, looked at the donor wall and said, where's my name? Or uh, spelt it wrong. Spelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not in that giving tier. I'm actually in this one. I, I thought we, we were going to, you know, change that. Um, and then that's, you know, Ouch. It's, it's a huge pie in the face. Um, but what makes it worse is, you know, if you have a traditional wall, then you've still got to wait three weeks, four weeks, sometimes more, you know, to get that fixed. And it also comes with a cost. Whereas with digital, you can say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We're going to fix this right now before you even leave. And then, Amazing. you know, it, yes, it happened, but we're moving on now. You don't have to follow up with them three or four weeks later with a picture and apology call and, you know, let them know, hey, this is now remedied. You don't have to reinitiate that hurt. Right. So part of your offerings is the the cloud-based software that goes along with the template and the design and the consulting. Is that right? Is that what nonprofits could think about when they when they give you a call and ask for some service and support and product? That's part of the pro that's part of the product. That's that's absolutely right. So the software is our own in-house, it's proprietary. Um, but we also do everything you know, turnkey. So it's not just the software that we can provide. We also provide, you know, the digital displays, the discovery process to make sure that the graphics that are going to be used in your screen are purposeful that, you know, if it's going, it's going to help you in whatever efforts it are that, you know, you need this wall for, um, but also that the enclosure or the cabinetry that goes around the screen is, is, beautiful, but it also meets the space, um, something that will meet the brand aesthetic, um, you know, things of that nature. And so really it is very turnkey in that, you know, you, you can call us, we'll work through the whole process with you. We get everything manufactured, put together, install it, and it's yours. Oh, you even did the installation. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. And cr creative. Okay. So it's completely turnkey from concept to creative to installation. And we're talking about, you know, the hardware that that would go along with it. It's it's all powered by the software, but you even get in, it's not like somebody's calling you and you're creating these beautiful displays and now you're on your own to kind of figure out how it's gonna get someplace. You hand your your company handles everything. That's absolutely correct. And I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because a lot of, you know, what some of our customers or, you know, before they became customers, they were concerned about, you know, what happens with this once it is ours? Am I updating this? Are you updating this? How hard is that? You know, and so we're mindful whenever we're designing everything that, you know, as any donor wall company should be, that everything is easily updatable. So we provide 
templates for graphics and we do unlimited free training for all of their their team so that if, they get a new person in you know six months from now and they're the person who's responsible for putting the names in um we're more than happy to to talk to them so that they can do that now there are some teams that might be a little bit smaller or um teams that are already a little bit stretched thin and just the idea of taking on you know one more software platform even though it's easy to use it's just it it's too much right and so we do have other services that uh where you can basically just have us do it we call it the white glove experience and then you know you just send us an email say hey you know, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they just donated a million dollars. I need their name up on the in the million dollar tier. Got and it. Then so you happen. really are a full service turnkey to to whatever degree the nonprofit needs. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Um, where did the name come from? Omni Ally. Where Where did that come from? Yeah. So and I'm glad that you asked that. So <laughs> it's really in two parts. So Omni being single and ally being of course an ally so we're, we're really looking to be kind of your one-stop shop your one your one friend in all of this right um and that that goes back to exactly what we were talking about just a second ago where we don't want you to have to feel like you have six different vendors to have to manage across in order to have a digital donor wall we don't, you know, if you have a technical issue or something, you don't need to go out and talk to Samsung about getting that screen replaced or Intel to work with that computer, um, things like that. You know, we're, we're the person. Got it. So from very artistic cabinetry to the branded design to the software, which is intuitive, easy to use to the display, that's kind of what you do and is totally supported by the name, right? Omni Ally. So get it. All right. Very good. All right. Let's talk a little. Now, it is not just a display, though, that that would be that would go into this hardscape. You can also have a widget to to fire a a website or for the display to be part of, um, you know, a nonprofit's website. Is that right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. So we have kind of two different concepts. We have the digital donor wall, which would be your physical one that would that could live in your facility. Then we also have the concept of a virtual donor wall and that could live on your website. Now, what typically happens is that folks will get both. And so one, they'll have the physical donor wall and that uses what we call a canvas inside of it that's where all the graphics and the donor lists and the impact stories etc all live and they just want to kind of duplicate that into a virtual wall on their website so that then it brings everything together in unison and then updating one of them updates both of them so they're it's not extra work it's just another ah. duplication of what you have but on your website which is pretty neat. Um, we do, of course, get get folks who, you know, maybe they don't have like a high traffic facility or maybe they don't even have a facility at all, but having some level of recognition is still super important to them um, as it should be. And so virtual can make sense in those instances. Uh, we also use virtual donor wells specifically for things like um, fundraising campaigns, so capital campaigns. Like we have a, um, a capital campaign package, is what we call it, where when you're still in the early stages or even in the mid stages of, of raising, 
we can, you know, come up with the designs for what your donor wall, your physical donor wall might look like in your space so that you can share that opportunity with other donors. And then, you know, it'll show how there could be naming opportunities on that as well. But then you can also take the in-screen graphics for that and use it on a virtual donor wall so that you're recognizing your capital campaign contributors while you're still raising funds. Wow. Yeah, I think it's really important for our audience. This is this is not a leaderboard or a scoreboard or just a running list of who gave and again, segmented by maybe how much or whatever levels you might be calling them. These are absolutely unique, beautiful, special, very intentional, in, in, in my opinion, um, walls or or displays i don't even know what to call them because they're they tell a story you've put a lot of thought into it and i'd really like to focus on that there's gratitude or certain um donors that you might call out and and recognize maybe for their giving level and and give a little personal touch about that person and there's um impact statements and there's branding there's can you talk about all the amazing things that you put on your template because you've really thought it out you're really telling a story you're, it's not a list in any way. These are special displays. So I'd love for you to talk about everything that's available. Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, I could talk about that for hours, but I'll, so I'll give you kind of the, the high level, what's maybe the most popular. Uh, I would say, you know, maybe uh, two, three years ago, we started seeing a movement away from the donor highlights and instead using more like why I give stories. Mm. Um, the donor highlights, the feedback that we, we received was really like, it's awkward to, to go and talk to these donors and say, hey, I want to highlight you because it's, it's transparent, you know, what you're trying to do, right? You, you want to celebrate them, but also there's ulterior motives there. Whereas with the why I give story, um, that feels authentic. It, you're not asking sure. them, you know, hey, I want to celebrate you. It's, hey, you know, we've got this digital donor wall in our space and, you know, we've got a lot of people that look at it and, you know, some might be willing to give if they understood why it was important to other people would you you're so important to this organization would you mind giving me like a paragraph or two that i could share up on the donor wall um and, and maybe like a picture of yourself just to kind of humanize it and then you know they're honored by the fact that you're asking them to help you and that that you recognize how important they are to your organization um it's it's significantly more authentic of an experience and so their why with, we're talking about the why that probably yeah. like donors would share for sure absolutely yeah and and so you know you're not hardly going to get anybody who says no they all want to help um and so in terms of retention it's wonderful but also it it does do what it's supposed to do which is people that are you know walking by the wall maybe they stop for a second they're going to read that story and if that resonates with them that might stick with them even if they don't make a you know they don't pick up the phone and and try and get in uh, touch with the dd right then and there um maybe it's a month maybe it's two months maybe it's a year from now um, you know, those sorts of things really stick. 
I would say the next most popular would be the impact stories. Those are definitely things that we see very frequently. And I I don't want to belabor it because I know everyone really knows what an impact story is, but that also helps, you know, in, in terms of how the donor model is experienced, it's, it's kind of viewed linearly in that you need to make people aware that there is a need for it, but also what, what that need is for and humanizing that need as well. And so having individuals with their stories, with their pictures, who are willing to share why it was important that, you know, your organization did the thing for them, uh, that helps people understand, okay, well, if I give to this organization, it's not that I'm giving $100 just because, you know, they need money for administrative stuff. It's this is $100 that's going to go and help this person or people like this person, right? And so that becomes very critical. The other part of it, of course, then is, is things like ways to give stories, not even stories. It's just informing people ways to give. And by that, I don't necessarily mean like, hey, we take cash, we take cards, you can send us a, you know, it, it's none of that. It's more, um, think of like your restricted funds, for instance, like in the senior care um, communities, they have the concept of like charitable care, where, you know, seniors may have outlived their um, their retirement funds. And so now, you know, it's not like they can get another job, they need help. Um, and so funds like that, you know, telling the story about that. Um, but also kind of like we, we just talked about with the, the impact stories, like, you know, for a hundred dollars, this is the impact that you could have. And so, you know, get in touch in this way. And then we like to use like QR codes, things like that, that might bring them over to your website. That way then, you know, it kind of bridges that experience. It brings them directly to a way that they could make a donation right then, right there. Yeah, it's definitely taking the donor wall to a whole different level um, with some of the things that you can do. It's 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 actually engaging, interactive, dynamic. I didn't think of the QR code, but I love QR codes and you can incorporate those, right? Yeah, this is a whole new way to look, a whole new perspective about donor walls. Anything you knew or thought about of a donor wall, and I definitely had an image in my mind until I went to your website, throw it out because this is just a a whole new way of looking at it. And I just really like the fact that it could populate virtual and um, even social media, I would imagine, because not everyone needs or could afford that hardscape or that, you know, all the hardware involved. And I think that's for certain types of, of nonprofit organizations It, it, you know, it may not be for everyone, but you really do have something for everyone, which is incredible. Um, Can you share with us some, um, you know, use cases or success stories? And we're going to talk a little bit about how, you know, how you calculate or, or deliver, you know, ROI with some of the work you do, but let's first talk about just, you don't have to mention anybody in particular, unless you can just some, some things that are out there that you've done that have been pretty special. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess this really comes back to some of our unique features, honestly. Uh, so one of them, they said, you know, we it's really important to us that this donor list stays up to date. We have a lot of throughput 
for some of the the lower levels of giving, but we it's it just doesn't make sense to us to have to you know really keep on top of it. But it's it's also important. And so what we did was we actually created an integration with Razor's Edge NXT, so that then it goes out and it reaches out to NXT. I think like every five minutes, something like that, and it pulls the new list. And so if there's any changes, that just automatically happens, which is really great because then they don't ever have to log into the system to go you know make a change they're just using the system that they're already using today um so that's been very successful for them uh it has lowered you know a lot of the a lot of the um, administrative burden associated to the donor walls i mean especially if you consider what the alternative could have been with uh, like a traditional wall you'd be ordering plaques nonstop. And, it, you know, even at that, if it's like a $5 donation, you can't even afford to, to recognize them, right? Because the plaque is going to be 40 bucks or something like that. For sure. <laughs> if not uh, more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I guess another, another instance that we had was during COVID hospitals were they were a lot lower in um, traffic, but also they're very sensitive and still are to touch screens. They didn't want germs to be spread around or anything like that, but it was still important to them that they had recognition because especially during COVID, people didn't exactly know what the economy was gonna be like. And so anyone who was donating, they kind of took a risk. You know, they, they don't know if their por- whole portfolio is gonna crumble in a month, right? But they gave anyways. And so what we did was we created what we call a mobile donor search. And so folks who went up to the donor wall could scan a QR code. And on that QR, on the um, site that populates is actually a, a little search feature. You can type in, you know, your uncle's name, your grandfather's name, whatever, click search. And on the screen itself, it actually filters by everybody who's, you know, who meets that that filter criteria it tells you what giving tier they've met and what other giving societies they might be in that kind of thing um and so we've had a lot of, of good feedback with that that a lot of these organizations they really don't want touch they only want to touch because they wanted to have you know that level of personalization the the experience on the screen but not having all these extra components saves them a lot of money first off. Um, but it simplifies the experience. And so whenever, you know, it's not in use, it's still just a, a donor list, right. With the, you know, your why I give stories and impact stories, et cetera on it. And so then people can then go in and, and really feel like they're participating with the donor wall. Yeah. They become one with that. It becomes so interactive and, and interesting. I think it's, um, just remarkable how you've taken this concept and I don't think we should call them donor walls anymore. I think we should call them something different because I don't want anyone else to have the visual that came to my mind when we first met and started talking about this. Let's talk a little bit about ROI. What, what, what do you forecast for nonprofits who incorporate some type of um, next level donor recognition wall, you know, in, into their strategy? Is it a, is it more for retention, acquisition, both? What what kind of returns on on their investment can they kind of anticipate? 
Yeah, absolutely. I would say there's there's not like one smoking gun number for yeah. sure. Historically, it's been kind of nebulous. Everybody says there's retention related to having a donor wall, but there's not really any studies that that point back to that as being truthful, right? And so what we did was we actually have created a process, a tool um, that we call the um, targeted donor retention method. And that's something that's proprietary to us. Basically, and I'm oversimplifying this, but effectively what you're doing is is you're coming up with a short list of potential donors that you want to see retained for the next year where you think you know maybe they will maybe they won't right and you're reaching out to them then and asking for those why i give stories and you do that systematically so maybe you pick out let's call it five donors a month so that would be 60 donors a year something like that if say the average giving of that donor was, let's call it $10,000 across those 60 donors, you know, that's gonna be what, 600,000? Math's not my strong suit. Mine neither, we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, if if your um, organic retention rate is, let's just call it, 50%, 50%, then you're looking at 300,000 that you, you've lost effectively. Now, if you're using the TDR method, then you can take that organic retention method and say, or the organic retention and say, okay, well, if we've retained 30 of those donors, then we're, we're just doing what we're doing. On par, yeah. Everything after that is really associated to using these why I give stories. And so then you can say, okay, well, we got an extra five donors, you know, because of this. And so then you can go, okay, well, those five donors equated to $50,000 that we wouldn't have had otherwise, right? And so then you can kind of calculate that over maybe the usable lifespan of the screens or something like that and say, okay, well, this is uh, $300,000 over the course of five years. And so then you can take, you know, you can do the calculations of what the, the donor will cost and things like that and subtract it out to find out what the ROI is. So that's the long answer of, um, it depends. Yeah. Well, I know, I knew, I knew when I asked the question that, you know, it really is not an easy, it's not an easy answer, but I thought you were going to end on, you know, it's just being tricky, um, but you didn't. You actually took it a step further. And I really appreciate and applaud that because I think we know that donor recognition and gratitude is super important. Impact stories, important. There's so much you can do in one, we're going to still call it a wall, but you know, in, in this one digital display, digital wall, but nonprofits have the hard job of selling it to their board and to their people and to spend not, you know, donors, donor dollars, you know, towards something like this. So I appreciate the fact that you're trying to put a tool into the the nonprofit's hands to explain some of this because, you know, it is important conversation. We're dealing with donor dollars. So um, I applaud you for that. That, that, that is awesome that you've, you've taken it to that level. Um, 
and I'm sure there's the math somewhere um, better than you and I just did in this in this interview, but I'm sure there's math on on your website someplace. Um, but let's move into um, another another topic: sponsors. I know um, corporate sponsors and corporate support for nonprofits are super important and harder and harder to make those relationships and those partnerships. How does this whole sponsor world or you know corporate world fit into these donor displays and and have you solved for that that is a wonderful question so i guess to kind of understand what we've done i would i would lean back then on what's done historically with traditional walls which is say you have a corporate sponsor their name gets listed up there and that's pretty much it um it's traditionally been too expensive to like laser cut out their logo or something like that and put it up there unless it's for like a naming opportunity. And so there's often times where at the end of the day, a lot of these organizations, they do want to do good. They, they have, you know, their own systems and in, in-house where they've more or less committed to doing something good in the world. But a lot of that is also fueled by just brand recognition too they also want to have some sort of recognition more publicly about what they've done. And so their logo, their colors, things like that are incredibly important to them. Um, and I can't stress that enough. You know, you, you want your brand to be recognized. I, I, I think that's even true of, of every nonprofit that's, that's listening to this as well. Um, and so just having your name in a list is good but having a logo is better and so what we did was we actually created a we call it an image-based donor list and that's specifically for corporate sponsors um that way then you can have lists of logos that you can upload and they can still be tiered and they still get recognized but they get recognized with you know their brand font their colors all of that stuff along with everybody else um, you know, the whole concept of, of the why I give stories, they also, they flow back over to the corporate sponsors as well. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be a person that does that why I give story. Of course, they're also more amenable to having things like donor highlights, which would be more like a sponsor highlight in this instance, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, on the screen, maybe for 15 seconds or something like that, along with, with other folks in that, in that loop, um, you know, their brand gets up there, they get audience, they get some space. Um, and so, you know, it really comes around that is giving them that exposure that they're looking for, but in in a more authentic way. Sure. And as you're building your, your, your conversations and relationships, it's, it's definitely, a, a nice feature to package in and um, knowing that it's going to be seen by endless number of people. It's a great conversation to be able to build your corporate uh, relationships. I'm just going to hit you with me because now, now you have me in a whole new perspective of looking at these display digital displays or nonprofit. I see I'm re I'm renaming them for you already. Um, so I'm going to just keep hitting you up and, and see um if you, if you run into a no, cause right now it's just been, yes, we do that. Yes, we do that. What about events? A big part of nonprofits fundraising is their, you know, their, their events, their galas there. Is there a way to leverage the, the d- displays in, in that aspect? 
That is a wonderful question and one that, that we've been working on frequently. So there today, the best way to utilize an existing digital donor wall on premise, whenever you have a special event is either you can curate the, the content specifically to that event. So if you have donors that are going there, you could perhaps swap in some, some stories from them for that day, maybe impact stories that were directly the cause of their donations, things like that. Uh, you could also, you know, just for that event, reskin the whole donor wall and and make it specific to that event so then you know if you've got like the governor's ball it has its own theme right um and so you can also if, if you wanted to you could completely remove all the donor lists from it and just use it as a big you know welcome billboard whatever you want it, want it to be for right um and very much you know, marketing minded, I guess, in, in that instance. Now, I would say in terms of, you know, the future, we've had several discussions uh, in the last couple of months, actually, with with folks that do uh, auctions, specifically. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're looking into this is on the horizon, uh, having some way to show like the large, the highest bidders kind of having that leaderboard sort of effect in real time, um, as well as listing, you know, who's won what in over the last 10 bids, whatever that might Mm. be. And so, you know, that kind of makes it more engaging, more multi-purpose. So it's not, not always kind of doing the one thing that you need it to do, but it can be more geared towards that special event. Wow. I thought I, I so thought I was going to hit you with well no we don't do that yet but you, you're you're even on that event trajectory so that's that's pretty cool I can really see this working for like special projects like I can see like a capital campaign maybe um, a project for a new building or a new campus telling the story showing the blueprint. And what about like maybe you know the why why do we need this new building or new campus or new structure, um, new playground, um, definitely showing what's to come, you know, the, the whole blueprint of it, then can you maybe show a leaderboard to help people understand where, where you're at with the, the donation and how much more is to go is had, in my, my think is my vision, right? If I, if I was planning a new park or playground. Yeah, definitely. So the the concept of like a campaign thermometer does exist. And so, you know, as you're going through that, that thermometer can be updated and then people can get a kind of a sense of how close are you like, and then there could be messages of support like, hey, you know, we raised $3,000 last week. Um, you know, we're ahead of the game a little bit by a couple of weeks. Let's keep it going. Or, you know, we only raised $2,000 last week. This week, you know, let's really make a push, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, in terms of educating viewers about, or viewers, folks who, who are, are, you know, experiencing the Donner Wall about what that capital campaign is about, that's absolutely part of it, you know, in, in the same instance of the why I give stories, the impact stories, the ways to give, there's also more strategic uses for it as well. And I think that that even might leverage into the ways to give is talking about, hey, you can give towards this capital campaign. This is what it's all about. This is how it's going to impact the community or individuals in the community, things like that. Wow. 
There's so much more to talk about. I wish we had more time. I really do. Maybe we should focus on how does somebody work with you? Is it as easy as just going to the website, O-M-N-I-A-L-L-Y? And is there some type of form or what does it take? um, Should we be talking to different segments right now? Is this for the larger nonprofit or is that a, a, a myth and it's really for anyone? How... Who should be working with you and how do they start working with you, I guess, is what I'm asking. Absolutely. Well, like you mentioned, um, you know, in order to get in in contact with us, the best route would be to go to our website, omnially.com. And then there's a contact us page with a quick form and then you can schedule a meeting right from that, which is going to be great. Um, In terms of, you know, who is a best fit for a solution like this? Traditional. So there's kind of two different groups one would be for the virtual donor walls where it lives on the website um and that's going to be f- probably for organizations that do about a million dollars or more and then in terms of the physical donor walls there's kind of a longer list of criteria obviously you, you probably need to have a, a physical space that you can put these into uh it isn't going to be super useful if it's in a you know very private area so it needs to be public and it's going to be most useful if you have at least some traffic that is kind of your audience that can that can actually appreciate the recognition that you're providing um traditionally what we would say is you'd probably want to be an organization that's in the seven to ten million dollar plus range um but we've absolutely had folks who are on the smaller side of those who could make financial sense out of this, you know, in terms of long-term investment as well. Yeah. So you've really taken um, a a highly customizable billboard type solution where you can put all the information that would be engaging and powerful to a prospective donor and, um, also engaging and powerful to an existing donor. And you've made it in in such a way that it's easy to deploy. If it's virtual, financially affordable for everyone. And if it's not virtual, sky's the limit. So you've you've just covered all the bases. That's fantastic. And you definitely changed my mind about what a donor wall is. And I hope our whole listening audience has is intrigued enough to say, Hey, I got to go check this out. Cause it's pretty cool. So I, I think you have such a niche and cool things that what you're doing, and it's going to be exciting to follow you and to follow your walls everywhere. So it's kind of exciting. We're going to have to have you back so that you can tell us what's coming up next. I, that auction stuff's kind of interesting too. So um, yeah. all good stuff. Well, we'll have all of this in the show notes, how to get in touch, your LinkedIn, you know, and, and all of that so that um, our audience can certainly um, figure out how to take some some next steps. It was just fascinating. Thank you so much for walking me through it and taking it, taking a deeper dive on what used to be known as donor walls, but are now something magnificent. Pretty cool. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, we're going to have to keep the conversation going. Well, Fearless Fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Uh, That's Thursdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time for all your new episodes. And in the meantime, you can listen to 
many episodes on Raise Nation Radio. We're at about 78, 79 of them. Follow the channel that you like best so that you can get notifications about our new guests. And if you're a fundraiser and would like to be a guest on the show, be sure to get in touch with me. All of you are doing such amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Your stories are awe-inspiring. We want to get them on Raise Nation Radio so that no one misses a single episode. I'd like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Check it out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of content and eBooks and videos and blogs that hopefully you'll find helpful. A huge shout out and thanks once again to my guest, Robert Stallman, um, Senior Vice President of Growth and Partnerships at Omni Ally. I want to get that right, but we'll have it in the show notes in case I keep butchering that name. Robert, thank you again so much for being with us. I do have to ask you one last question, though. Any words of inspiration for our audience? Yeah, absolutely. I I guess I would just leave you by saying, you know, recognition is really about celebration. So, you know, be creative, be nimble. The times have changed and really so have donor expectations in in this digital world. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love that too. You know, you got to get creative and stay a little nimble and fun and fresh. Um, Doing the same old, same old just might not work anymore. So this is a cool way to do it. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you again, Robert. Um, Appreciate that inspiration and just taking us through this whole digital donor recognition wall. So much fun. Um, Until next time, I'm Don Lego. This is Raise Nation Radio. You stay fearless out there. (laughs) 